Hey, old gamers, I'm Chuck. And I'm Sean. And this is The, the Fold. Fold. This is episode 47. Welcome back, brother. How you doing? Yeah, I, I, I kind of caught something, you know. I leave for a couple days to go to PAX, and y- you replace me? Yeah, this show is moving fast. It's got to keep going. I don't have time. I don't have time to mess around. Yeah, but then you came crawling back. Uh, crawling? I'm not sure if... I mean, you blew up my phone. There was like 47 texts, phone calls, sure missed calls. You're like, sure what happened? What's going on? I'm pretty sure it was all you. Are we done? Is this over? It was like horrible relationship. It was awful. No, no. That's not true oh, at all. That's upset. not how it happened. Fact. No. All right. Not a fact. So you couldn't record last week because you were off doing something. What were you doing? I was off at PAX South. So how uh, was PAX South? PAX South was crazy. I haven't been to really too many of these events. Okay. I'd been to TwitchCon, which was relatively small sure. in comparison to yeah. PAX. Yeah, I would think it would be extremely small compared to PAX. Yeah, and what from what I've heard, this was the smallest of the PAX okay. um, between heard. East and Prime and all that. I heard that also. But it was freaking busy there. Like, we had a nice Prime spot where we were hanging out. You entered in like the floor. Yep. And the Twitch booth is right there. Okay, so did VG set up inside the Twitch booth again? That's what they did at yeah. PAX East last year. We had yeah, we had right on the side of the Twitch booth, but we had like a huge area from what I okay. understand compared to last time. Okay. Now, like we had did- we had just like the station set up so we had like the six iPads out to play and all that. Yeah, that's awesome. So- it was good. That's awesome. So now, did were they like? Did they blow? Did they blow it up? Did they blow up Pack South? Because last year Pax East, they they blew that they blew that up. That was like, that was what everyone was talking about. We were slammed all all weekend. It was constant lines. You know, we had the six iPads out. We had one fourteen out because, of course, this happened before one fourteen was launched. Right. So we had a test server out, and we had people able to play Ozo, play on the lunar map, use the new, you know, test out the new changes, play the new stuff, so and now, the you, line was there all weekend. Now, as you talk to people coming up to play the new hero and check out the, the new patch and whatnot, mm-hmm. was the, were the majority of folks there to play the new hero and they were familiar with the game, or was it a no. mix, or was the majority of the people like, what is this, and how do I get it on my mobile device? That was, from what I saw, the biggest crowd. Okay, was, was new. Oh, what is this? I want to try this. Let me check this out. And there, there were a good amount of people there that knew the game. You know, sure, of course. That, that came up, recognized me, the other streamers that were there, because there sure. was a ton of us. Uh, well, I mean, that's a that packs crowd is an educated crowd typically. Yeah, it's not a lot of people that don't aren't familiar with video games. But yeah, so we it was crazy. Like there were people that were playing their first games. There that's was kind of like, cool. People doing silly stuff like going weapon fin. It's always awesome to see people play this game for the first time. Yeah. Well, I the see. coolest part was though this. I don't know how much of packs you caught of the streams, but on the Twitch main stage we had Liberation X and um, HH Velocity Halcyon Hammers team. Wow. So we flew them out to play on the Twitch main stage uh, Saturday. Nice. And what we did was we had these guys out coaching new players. Oh, really? So a lot of the time it was, you know, it was the streamers and the volunteers, but also we had the pro-level players that were playing on the stage helping out coaching these guys. Oh, that's pretty exciting. And they were, they were getting really into it. That's cool. 
Maybe like I can, the, maybe at PAX East I can get coached. Maybe. That would be pretty sweet. Maybe. I don't think it'll help. <laughs> wow. I know. I'm sorry. My game is in the toilet. Um, okay. I love the PAXs. I've only been to PAX East. Uh, yeah. But I'm positive that you've probably had a great time. Oh, yeah. Uh, it was Seeing it was everybody blast, and just, hanging out. Yeah. And I saw a lot of the Twitter feeds from all the folks that were there. It looked like a really, really fun time. So one takeaway. Give me one takeaway. Honestly, it was about interacting with the people. I really liked it. When I was at TwitchCon, I wasn't so much like interacting with people. I was just kind of doing my own thing. And being able to just interact with all the players, the you know visitors that just wanted to see what was going on was really fun. Okay, and so, just watching people pick up the game for the first time was awesome. So did you listen to did you listen to last week's episode with Doer? I caught parts of it on the plane. All right, while you weren't sleeping. While um, I wasn't sleeping. Yeah, we helped action. you. We helped you to fall asleep. So listen, here's exactly. one of the things we talked about was face to face contact, and that's mm-hmm. what you just pointed out as your highlight, right? Yeah. Like meeting the people, talking with people, and that's yeah. that's a beautiful thing about this game. Um, that's awesome, dude. I'm jealous that I couldn't be there, but I'm glad that you were there. Yeah, and, it, and of course, it was also nice to see the people that I have met before. Sure. Oh, yeah, that's so, a blast. You know, like too. I hadn't seen Shin in forever. I hadn't seen Shin since TwitchCon in September. Okay. You know, then uh, Lady Wabish, saw her at the live finals. Uh, and Nerds for Revenge, Unseen Outlaw. Yeah, okay. We'll we got so, a little to talk about later. No, let's, talk, let's do it right now. You brought it up. Let's bring it up. Because Nerds for Revenge, Unseen Outlaw, is a Twitch streamer, right? Yes. Okay, so he ran a one-day, correct me if I get this wrong, but because I've been away, mm-hmm. but he ran a one-day tournament. Yes. Um, I, as far as I'm aware, it was a one-day Battle of the Nerds. Battle of the Nerds. All right, so uh, one of the teams from my guild, the Fold Titans, mm-hmm. joined this, uh, they joined this tournament, and that is uh, Nightstar, Ben, and Zed the Undead. Yes. Um, who I play with these guys all the time. They're great guys. I've actually met Nightstar in person nice. at the Extra Life event. Uh, he helped us. He raised, a, he raised a bunch of money. He's a great kid. Um, all these guys are, are exactly the epitome of what we want in the full guild. Um, on a day-to-day basis, these guys, they contribute. They help new players. They're always courteous. Um, they're never rude. These these are these are the epitome of what we're looking for in our guild, and to have them go into this tournament, and what they did was, in the semifinals they smoked it, yeah, right, and it was an amazing, exciting finish. Like, yeah. uh, somebody overstayed their welcome in their base. They got the ace, marched down for the win, yeah. um, and then they made it to the finals. Mm-hmm. This is now. I start. My phone's blowing up now. <laughs> that they're in the finals. Yep. And I can and, imagine. And uh and the stream, uh, Unseen Outlaws stream Nerds for Revenge is full of uh of fold foldies, fold lights, fold links. Yep. And um someone who shall maybe rena- remain nameless uh requested some theme music be played as these guys were introduced. Yeah. Do you know anything about this? I know I heard Hollow Notes playing. There was a Hollow Notes. Hollow Notes played as these guys were coming on. Uh, a lot of fun was had. It was very exciting. It's in his VOD if you want to go watch it. Um, it very impressive. I got to tell you, I've, I've, I've not had a chance to, to meet him yet. I know that, that you've met him. Um, 
you said you met him at PAX. Yep. The, the fact was, that uh, the fact that he organized this like as a one man show, yeah, like, and doing all, everything on the fly like that. I mean, I know how much work you put in, and yeah, you're, you're part of a team. For him to do this by himself it, like this, it's crazy. Yeah, it, it was impressive. It was it was smooth. It was smooth. What I saw was was smooth. So yeah, he, he executed it really well from what I saw. Yeah, like I, and I've done the, I've done the one person tournament thing before, just kind of off the cuff, and it is a pain. Right. So yeah. Mad props to him, and I, like I I actually had help like casting. I had like Brizzle with me, so okay. like, and I didn't have the whole weight. <laughs> so I know I know what it's like when you're doing that. It's just, it's crazy and. He, you know, awesome job to him. And that's why I was kind of like, Hey, if you, you want me to come in, I'll, I'll yeah, yeah. You jumped finals. in, you jumped in. They, they paused the whole, the whole shenanigans pause waiting for you to come in. Like the arrival of, uh, I don't know, some important person or something. I don't know. I'm not that important. All right. Don't get a big head on me. I don't. And, uh, so but listen, he would get the kudos this week, right? Yeah, he would definitely, but I got to give him to the full Titans. Yeah, I know. So what can they share? Nope. No, no, they can't. These guys. Okay, how about you give yours to the Fold Titans? I'll give mine to him. Um, Now, we talked about this. You haven't done enough episodes to earn a kudos of your own. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to give a tip of the hat to Nerds for Revenge. (laughs) A tip of the hat. A tip of the hat, but a full-blown kudos to the Fold Titan guys. And guys, this is, listen, everyone else turn the radio off, turn the mic down, whatever you got to do. Uh, this is to the full Titans. I am so proud to have you guys as part of my guild, and I'm so proud of the way you handled yourself, you represented, and as well as you guys played. And I look forward to seeing them. I know that they've been in some other tournaments, and uh, I hope that they improve and get better. And, and And if that's what they want, I hope that they find that. So that's awesome. Yeah, definitely yeah. great guys. I mean, I I play quite a bit with Zed. Yeah, great dude. Great Love dude. Guy. Great dude. Um, and. So while we're on the topic of guilds, uh, we're still taking applications for guilds. We have two full guilds. Uh, we are creating a list for entrance. Um, I, I I almost want to guarantee we're going to get max payout on these guilds. Uh, I think from what I've seen, your guys, it's you know, it's much harder this this season. But it is. If it you want to be a part of a guild that's that's active and organized, uh, these guys are sending emails out. You know, once a week updates it's very structured what you got to do is go to uh, my discord which is uh discord backslash the full help me out with this what is uh, it uh i have no idea and brian's gonna call you up oh, for doing it wrong i think brian it's like discord.me so right slash the fold he's gonna kill me let me um keep talking let me figure something let's, out let's see i think it, i'm pretty sure it's discord.me slash the fold and i'm gonna just like try yeah. it out and see if it works i'm gonna send you something this is great radio Bam. that is it discord.me slash the fold done checked verified it's a thing discord dash dot me discord.me slash the fold okay thank you so if you Bam. go there there's a link to a survey monkey you fill that survey oh, monkey that's, out. No, that's just to get in your Discord. I'm sorry. That gets me in my Discord. In the Discord, yeah. in there's the Discord, a in the Discord in the welcome in the welcome thing. Well, there's a guild tab. Um, you might have to click around and find it. I don't know exactly where it lives. There's a link to Survey Monkey. Click on that link. Fill out the survey. We get your information. You'll receive an email um, as soon as we get some openings. We'll get you in there. So we want to continue to to get players that you know casual players that want to play play competitively um, while you're waiting to get in. Come into Discord, play some games with us. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. What else? You you had some um, 
You had some so tournament spe- you know, stuff. Spe- speaking of, yeah, we've got one tournament out of the way. We'll talk quickly. Uh, we had the first winter qualifier for 2016 for VGL finish up this uh, the same weekend of PAX. So it was really fun. I'm at PAX and I'm dealing with you know issues that are going on with VGL. Like, for example, and uh, Saturday, the semifinals, Shin Kaigen had to play from the hotel, get on the hotel Wi-Fi, and sub in because he, uh, I love Joseph, his, his device stopped working. Now, this is like, just, this is now becoming like his MO. Yeah. Shin just shows up and. Yeah. And subs in and does things and does it amazingly. And they did win in the semifinals. Alliance won in the semifinals. And then, of course, Halcyon Hammers took it upon themselves to deliver a new device to I Love Joseph, driving like six hours, you know, there and back. Really? Yeah. Wow. Went and got I Love Joseph a new device, delivered it to him, downloaded Vainglory onto it, got it to him so he could play in the finals. Wow. I think and the only way this story could be better is if Alliance had won the finals. Unfortunately, Gangstar Sirius did take it. And, you know, well-played games on both sides. Right. So congratulations, Gangstar was first place that puts Alliance in second. Okay. And uh, then uh, we had Nemesis Hydra take the third place match. So all three of those teams are now guaranteed spots in the live championships for NA. Nemesis is like, month. they're legit on the scene now. Yeah, Nemesis, yeah. they were uh, second place in the live sh- championships okay. in autumn. Yeah. They've been, uh, I'm trying to remember, I was actually just looking at this, but they've been consistent top four finishes yeah. for the past few events. That's impressive. So Hardex team, like, you know, huge shout out to them that, you know, they, they haven't got any first places that I can think of, but they've definitely been in the top four every time and really competitive looking. So, you know... Now, there's a new tab in 1.14, and you go to yes. the news section called eSports. Yes. This is awesome. It is. Because I can That's... just click the schedule now, and it takes me right. I don't have to go looking for stuff, right? Like, no, you can just like go right from the game to see when the next VGL matches are. You can see you know who's playing against who. Go see who's on the rosters. Yeah, I can see stats, yeah. teams, semifinal brackets. I see all this stuff. It's great. This is awesome. Oh, they, they, I didn't even realize they have the top 10 kills, top 10 CS. Yeah, that's all done through Fame Glory. Fame Glory, yeah. I, didn't, I had not been to this before. This is pretty awesome. Yeah, Fame Glory has been taking screenshots from all of our games and compiling all that information into a fun, readable format yeah, for everyone. That is very cool. So okay. there, there's still a few things we're ironing out. Features going to be added. Uh, I think the plan is not to change it up too much in the middle of a season. Yes, that's probably a but, good idea. But we'll definitely see him adding more in there for that. Do you know once Shin played uh, in a tournament from my basement? Really? Yep, they called him and um, and and he played from right here. Which one was that? That was, um, I don't remember the name of that tournament, but it was... It's pretty impressive because I, I think he's played a tournament from everywhere. I'm pretty sure he has. <laughs> yep, Maxo's house everywhere. Maxo's garage. Yep, he's been in Maxo's garage finishing up a tournament. That's Shin. He's that's something. Yeah, there yeah. just needs to be one going on at like PAX East or the like. He needs to just like hop up on stage at the live finals to sub in. <laughs> no, I'll take him to my house so he can finish the live finals from my house. 
No, the live finals is live. Oh, the live players have right, to. Uh, they have to be there. Yes. See, I don't know the rules. That's why I have you here. The rules should be in here. You know that. On this the rules, page. Um, the rule. Well, the rules are different for each chamber. But Vainglory League's got theirs. They're on the website, vaingloryleague.com/rules. Right. This We're still ironing nice. out a few things there, making sure everything's clear and precise for everyone for the upcoming yeah, this events. Is, this is good, though. I like this tab. I like that. Yeah, it's, so it's a really cool tab. And in addition, you can see all the EU stuff, too. And from what I understand, that tab is regional. Oh, is it really? So if you're in EU, you will see a different feed. Like for the one you see in North America that we're seeing, you see NA at the top. Yes. It, you know, North America has the top billing. If you scroll further down, you start seeing Europe. Yeah, that's what I was just looking at. So you can still see other regions, but it like you know puts your region up at the top. So when you're there, you can just get what's relevant to you. Okay. And if you want, if you're interested in what else is going on, you can see that too. Uh, real quick though, we mentioned the NA teams. I, you know, shout outs also to Team Secret, which was uh, a Dota two team that acquired Media Pixel. Yeah, I, I was hearing about that. And so I, I another, you know, in. another professional organization coming into Vainglory that was established elsewhere and picking up another team. Yeah, yeah like we, this. When is this going to stop? I mean, it's this train's rolling. Yeah, we need to start. We need to start. We maybe need to get you a segment, uh, a short segment on every episode where we're kind of really breaking down this esports thing a little bit because that information yeah. is not really out there. No, for, it, for yeah, a casual, a for yeah. a casual fan like me, I mean, I I know that I know that Broken Myth they they go deep. Yeah. I'm, I'm talking about you know the guy driving around in his car on his way to work plays a couple games a night. Let him yeah. let him know who to watch, who to look for, who's leading the league in kills, who's yeah. got the most CS, those type of things. Maybe mm -hmm. we just do a quick breakdown. Um, yeah, definitely. We'll talk about that. Of. So listen, so the um, the Dota team that picked up Media Pixel. Mm -hmm. um, I heard there's another podcast I listen to. I'm going to give them a shout out right now. It's called the Pocket Players Podcast. They focus on uh, mobile gaming. So they cover DSP, uh, uh, PSP, Vita, and, and handheld iOS. Everything is mobile. They cover it. Uh, big emphasis on Nintendo games. Um, they play. One of them plays VG. On the, their latest episode, they give a shout out to Brad and I. He listens nice. to both shows. It was very nice. Um, he covered the the fact that the Dota team picked up Media Pixels, where I first heard of it. Oh, um, yeah. So um, you know, it's a good podcast to listen to as a, as a gamer. I enjoy it. It's a nice, you know. I, I mean, I don't just play this one game, as you know. I play other stuff. So yeah. Um, just to you know, if you're looking for something else to listen to, Pocket Players, um, Pocket Players podcast. So, all right. Well, that was a lot. I think right. Uh, yeah. Yeah, was it, was. A, it was. It was a little bit. One. And in case I didn't mention, uh, Team Secret took first place in the European qualifier, and then Snow Tsunami took second, and Rebel Tiger took third. So those three teams, just like Gangstar Sirius, Alliance, and Nemesis Hydra, all guaranteed to be in the EU Live Championships next month as well. Okay. Awesome. That's cool. Very good. So, you know, three teams already locked down, and the upcoming qualifier is starting actually this weekend on the 12th with the amateur versus bottom 32, and the 13th with the round of 64. And that'll be going for the next few weeks to determine who's going to be at the live championships, who's going to take home, 
you know, from the prize pool for the second qualifier. I believe it's a $5,000 prize pool for the second qualifier and a $25,000 prize pool for the live championships. And that's per region for okay. EU and North America. And, and tell me again the dates on when that's starting. For the qualifier, it is the 12th for the amateur versus uh, bottom 32, 13th for the round of 64, and that'll go three weeks on the weekend, Saturday and Sunday, until the finals. Okay. And then the live championships are next month, the 11th to the 13th, and I believe the 18th through the 20th, with the earlier dates being North America, the later being Europe. And this is all in the eSports tab. Yeah, you can find all this in the eSports tab. You awesome. can buy your tickets to the uh, live championships already. All right. Well, this is all very good, and I'm, uh, we're going to keep it moving on, though. Yeah. Let's go, let's, have, we got more to go over. We so, got tons. So uh, you were busy, right? I, I was crazy busy. And I've been busy. Yeah. I don't know if you know this about me. This is interesting. No, I don't. Wait, what? Yeah, this is an interesting thing. You ready? But uh, when I was a child, yeah. I had a dog that weighed one pound Okay, that had six foot legs, and he only ever ate fireflies. And on my sixth birthday, he bought me a tuxedo. <laughs> You're just show-offing right yeah. <laughs> Fact. <laughs> show-offing. Why is this not a thing? Uh, I, I think it needs to be a thing. You guys. need to make this a This needs to be a thing. Can you help yeah, me with this? I think we need to get on the Twitters and make show off and a thing. It should be a thing. You got one? Give me one. <laughs> I, I don't got one prepared. Yeah, I wasn't you can't compete with me. You can't compete for with those me. Of you who, for those of you who don't know, <laughs> show often was the first of Ozo's lores. And it was basically Ozo out at a carnival, work in the carnival, and they kind of just get together and start telling these ridiculous stories and it's hilarious you know some you know punk kid tries to step up against dozo and he doesn't have a chance he just kind of goes you know walking into it stuttering well uh uh uh, uh, uh yeah. i don't know yeah and that's it it's... and ozo's telling these crazy stories about how his parents were giants you know and he was the giantest baby monkey in the world and whatever <laughs> it is it, it's great piece of lore and uh um, it is it's uh it's also written in um you know in a dialect mm -hmm. you know they have a they have a dialect a certain way that they speak um which is uh very reminiscent of uh peter pan yeah and the lost boys if you're familiar with that which also um i believe Bangarang is from Peter Pan, if I'm not mistaken, right? I'm pretty sure. Um, I feel like it but is. I'm not that's... sure, though. It's the battle cry of the Lost Boys in the movie Hook. That's what it is. Okay, yeah. So in Hook, the Lost Boys, you know, they cry Bangarang, um, <laughs> which, you know, is cool. And they also do a similar sort of, uh, yeah, um, you know, show-often thing. But... The show often is 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 just these elaborate, tall tales, right? Like uh, yeah. fish stories, if you will. Where he says, uh, Ozo says, uh, one time I got hungry, so hungry the sun looked like a delicious peach, 
So I bounced so high that I grabbed it right out of the sky, but everything went dark, so I threw it all the way back up. <laughs> and the little the little kid that's with him, he doesn't know what to make of that. It's he like, just thinks uh, that's ridiculous. I don't know what to say now. Yeah, and then Ozo goes on to say, my parents were giants. Yeah. <laughs> bigger than the big top. I was the giantest monkey baby in the world, but one morning, Dad ripped a fart that blew away the whole village. Unlucky for us, a wizard woman in that village was so mad, she cast a spell that shrank me all the way down to this. Mama couldn't take care of me no more without crushing me, so she gave me to the carnival. But she left me her wedding ring, and he holds up his big ring, which is just fantastic. It's just fantastic. I love yeah. it. Um, so the, awesome. the inside joke from last week was um, that was, she uses the word juggler in here. Yeah. And and uh and Sugar Venom asked me to say juggler on the show. So that was the I, that I heard was the a whole bit of an R there. That was the whole juggler. That was the whole juggler bit last week. But yeah. um we got this lore with of course with a new piece of artwork and a new hero. Mm-hmm. Um I've only played him uh one time. There's a lot of button presses. There is. He is he is a lot more active than your normal hero. He's extremely active. What do you think? I think he is immensely fun, but I also think I suck at him. Okay. Are we going to see him in the competitive meta? I know we're going to see him in casual. Are we going to we'll see def- him in competitive? We'll definitely see him. Okay. If only for his ultimate, that is another yeah. one of those game changers. Okay. And I definitely believe we'll see um, Adagio Ozo comps would be a big oh, one. Okay, sure. Yeah, I can it, see that. Because you know, takes more um healing. Yep. So he get you know, gets extra healing from all everything except for health regeneration. That's gonna be a huge thing for him. Yep. So I think Adagio will pair really well with him, plus the fact that, you know, uh Adagio is just a really strong hero. Yeah, agreed. So uh, I okay. think we'll see like Ozo part of a maybe like an Ozo Adagio with a um, crystal like mage. even you know, yeah, like a. Yeah, I don't even know because Ozo can go crystal or weapon. I haven't decided which one he's best at, and okay. I haven't really seen enough to go which one he's best at. So there's a lot of flex picks in the lane that you go with, you know. Okay. Even that open. Okay, interesting. I like to hear that. I like to hear when a hero comes out that we're going to see him in competitive. That makes me think that he's, you know, he's solid in the state that he's in right now. I, so. I think he is. I was playing with actually, uh, you know, we'll fold Titans again. Zed the Undead. Okay. Last week, we were playing some games on stream, and he was playing Ozo, and I just kept yelling out Bangarang. Um, <laughs> we're, we're on Discord together, having a good time. Me, him, and I, I think it was Adam Niz, just playing around, and I was just kept yelling out Bangarang. Bangarang. Bang okay, the whole, awesome. The whole time. Well, Ozo was playing it really well. Ozo shows up again, though. Yeah, Ozo In other lore. Mm-hmm. I love this lore. This Now, this is the... Um, Red Lantern Kashka lore? Yes. The Red yes. Lantern Kashka. Um, the Red Lantern Festival is what it's called. That's what it is. The Red Lantern Festival, yeah. Um, so this is for the Koshka Special Edition. Um, Chinese, yeah, this is- Chinese Lunar New Year. Yeah. Um, so they made skin. their own little Red Lantern Festival in-game. You know, we got the new map, the new skin, and new lore. Because that's what we care about most. We care most about the lore here. These these two heroes, 
they're hilarious together. They just fit so well together. Like, yes. they're just, she's always been kind of portrayed as, um, you know, um, a little bit innocent, you know, not always quite knowing what she's up to, but kind of maybe that's with a wink. Yeah, I, I definitely don't think innocent would be the right word, but I think it's close. A playful, a playful innocence, I always Play, felt. Playful innocence, maybe. You know, the whole, like, look what I found, the Scout Trap one. Yeah. Is a great, that's a great I, one. I, I think there's more behind her. You know, it ends with where'd you go? Like, yeah. Um, and then he's, he's, he's really kind of like the ultimate troll, right? Like he, yes. he knows what he's up to. Oh, he knows. Yeah, he, he knows and thoroughly he just... enjoys. Mm-hmm. But they just seem their comp. They just you want to hang out with them. Their company is like. Oh yeah, I was I was actually sitting there reading this a little bit before we recorded, and I was like, oh my god, this is amazing. They're sitting there, you know, having their little back and forth, you know, spitting at each other. Yeah, and... yeah, it's awesome. And the this one, I. I mean, read them all, but this one ends, it just ends with a kind of like a, uh, like I just kind of was like, oh, that's awesome. Like I just kind of really liked it. So, yeah. um, you know, where Koshka kind of takes on the, I don't want to say, uh, just the more sort of mature role. It was, it was really well done. I, it's a, it's a really good, it's another good piece of life. I know I say it all the time. People probably yeah, I know. Tired. She outdoes herself every time. I know. People are probably getting tired of saying it, but I don't think people realize how difficult it is to write in a different voice uh, as often yeah. as she does. So Yeah, she's like literally changing her voice every couple weeks, you know, yeah. what she's writing for. She's going, you know, and you look at the way she does it. It's like we just had Rhyme, we had Kestrel, we have Ozo, we got the Kashka, you know, so many yeah. things. And then, of course, there was Rona, put in between there for the new skin yeah yeah i mean so I, she's writing all these things you know really close together yeah i mean and you get you know you get this like um you know you get you get a whole new dialect with ozo and all the carney guys right that we yeah. haven't seen yet before and then you know to institute that and then carry it through into um this koshka story and to then go back and revisit Koshka's voice and it's just it's impressive and uh you know keep it coming I love it I love it I get so excited when new ones come up it's really awesome and I definitely I definitely am going to put this uh Red Lantern one as well as uh Show Often um high on my list of ones to read but Show Often let's make that a thing yeah hashtag make it a thing. hashtag Show Often O-F-F-I-N make up your crazy stories and tweet them out. Yeah. Hashtag show often. Hashtag show often. Okay. So we covered a lot and we got more to do, right? Yep. Let's let's keep on going. So what else do we want to talk about? Do we want to go over Ozo's kit? I mean yeah, let's do it. Let's bust let's out his All kit. Right. Let's stay on Ozo. So the one thing we mentioned real quick, uh you know, we already went over this, his heroic perk is Carney Luck. He gets 10 to 30% additional healing, barrier, and fortified health from all sources. And like I said, doesn't affect health or his regeneration. So that's a huge thing. What that uh, yeah, so what you, does this mean? What does this mean? What that means for you is any, any effect that does any healing to you is boosted. So like any barrier, potion? Any potion? Yeah. Serpent's Mask, Eve of Harvest. Oh, everything. Fountain of Renewal. Wow. 
Reflex Block, Vanguard, Polite Company from Finn. Wow. Gift of Fire from Adagio. Literally any ability that does healing to you or shields you in some way or gives you fortified health. Anything. Anything. It increases it. Anything goes up. So you up. get additional healing barrier and fortified health. So any if you get fortified health, this increases the fortified health you get. Yes. And if this just Finn, is all the time. This is polite company on you to give you fortified health, for example. So that is called Carney Luck. Yes. And Heroic Perk is always on. It's always happening. Always. Okay. So that could sculpt your build a little bit, maybe, or your team. Yeah, okay. definitely. All right. Definitely. What's so Vanguard is going to increase Vanguard's barrier? Vanguard, yep. Wow. Everything. Refle- okay. Like, you know, if you're low health on reflex block, how the barrier scales up the yeah. lower health you are? Yeah. It's going to scale up even further. Oh, wow. Okay. So a reflex block when you're about to die, not only it's going to save you, but it's going to save you against more than it would have. Right, right, right. Okay. All right, and cool. Then, you know, and that gives you extra time to, you know, get a fountain kicking in or a potion kicking in. Okay. So, and then that's going to do increased healing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, and so he's just going to keep right going back in. With the right setup and the right teamwork, communication, coordination, Ozo is going to be a pain in the ass to kill. Okay. Huge pain in the ass. All right, so let's go on to his A. All right, so his A is so interesting to me. It's It reminds me of Rona. So it's called Three Ring Circus, and he does a three-hit combo with his ring. And then basically what this is, it's activating the ability multiple times. You can activate this ability three separate times as long as you do it within like five seconds of each other. The first time he just kind of goes forward, damaging everything in front of him, the target and everything in front of him. And then he dashes through it if you hit it again and deals more damage. And then if you get the full three, he just kind of does an AoE. So what this reminds me of is Rona, where you've got the foe splitter, yep. where you activate it, Rona leaps to a target, and then you can do the second activation for more damage. Correct. Except but this is it's then, taking a step further. One more button push. It's one more, and it's got different effects for each one. So he kind of just, you know, first one he just kind of hits forward. Then he's like, I'm moving. And then he's like, bam, everyone near me is getting hurt. So, right, so this next line is really is craziness. Yes. So each hit deals weapon damage and triggers basic attack effects. Yes. So each each hit will trigger a shiver steal? Yes. Okay. Just like Blackfeather with his Rose Offensive. Yep. If he hits multiple targets, they will all get shiver sealed. Okay. This and doesn't now this doesn't affect tension bow and aftershock. You're not going to get like three tension bow procs on three different targets. You're Correct. only going to get it on one if you have it up. Right. But you you know it's gonna do it for shiver steals and things like that. Okay, so you're basically putting shiver steal on an AOE if you can get the final hit off. Yes. Okay. Um, and then he heals for each enemy damaged mm-hmm. by any of these hits, and yep. with hero damage granting a greater heal. Yes. So he heals for each enemy damage. So if you damage three enemies on three hits. Mm-hmm. He's gonna deal. He's gonna. He's gonna, he's he's gonna, gonna heal, heal three times. He's right. gonna heal a good amount. He's okay. gonna heal you know three times what he would for one. Or also triggering his heroic perk, which is gonna add him additional healing. Exactly. Right. See where this is going. <laughs> and imagine you have a serpent's mask on there. Right. Or an Eva Harvest if you're a crystal build. Right. 
Sounds pretty good. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. What about? Oh, and one thing to note on Eve of Harvest, you've got you know you've got your twelve hundred or Ian Serpent Specs. You know you've got your pool of twelve hundred uh, healing that you can do. Yeah. That recharges over time. Yes. The thirty percent, the ten to thirty percent doesn't count towards that. Oh, really? Like, it's additional. Like, it's additional on top of that. So, if it says a hundred, you get an extra twenty percent. You heal one hundred and twenty, but only take a hundred off your right, right. total pool. Oh, very cool. Okay. At, at least that's the way I understand it. I, I believe that's the testing I saw being done. That it, and that's how it worked. Okay. All right. Well, that's why we have you here. So um, either way, really cool ability that just changes as the fight goes on, and sure. people need to think about where he is in his setup. Okay. His B ability. Okay. This is this is the iconic part of his kit, and yes. I love. I just love this, it's, even though I'm terrible at it. It's awesome looking. Go ahead. It acrobats. So he hops on a target. It doesn't matter if it's a friend, enemy, anything. He hops onto he, the head. He hops onto their head. He hops on their head, slows it, damages it, and doesn't, of course, do that to uh, allies. But he, he can on hop ally. on an ally's head. But he head can though. hop on an ally's head to reach a back line. Yep. If he's, if he's in the back line of the fight and he wants to join quickly, Acrobounce, bop, bop the head of his friend, get into the enemy... Bounce two more times, you know, once on the enemy, once more for the third bounce, and do a really decent amount of damage. Yeah. So, and he also, what is it? I think he gets a little movement speed too after he does this. If he hits two targets, he starts moving faster. The final hop deals increased damage. If he hops at least twice, he gets a burst of move speed. Yeah. Reduced crystal scaling versus minions. So, and this is, there's a couple cool things with this. First, it's the animation. Oh. When you hop on something, you see the little monkey show up below them. Right. The monkey face show up below him, but he also gets one gold. Oh, does he really? Each, for each thing he hops on, he gets a single gold. Oh, that's awesome. So when you're watching, look for when you hit your, t you know, you tap it and you'll see one gold ding out, you know? So, okay. All right. Um, light shines on marble head here because there was a. There was a text sent to me about my comment about playing Mario a couple weeks ago. <laughs> um, yep. <laughs> all right. So uh, I was surprised. This wasn't as hard to kind of pull off in, in my one limited game with him as I thought it was going to be. You can kind of push it and then push all three targets and he kind of just executes the move. Yes. Now, it's, in it's the hands not... of a skilled player, they're not going to do that. They're going to choose and pause and use the time that they have there. But for me, it was like... You know, I pushed the button, I selected three things, and it jumped. he jumped from one to the next. Yes, and, and you, you don't have much time to do it either. Yeah, and you can't jump from one head to the same head. Correct. You have to go somewhere else, and then you can come back. You, yeah, you need a minimum of two targets. Correct. You can hop to target A, yep. to B, and back to back A, to but a. you Correct. can't go A, A, A. Correct, correct. All right, well, let's get up into the big one now, the ultimate. Bangarang. Bangarang. I just have to. I love saying bangarang. It's such a good word. Yeah. So this is like the coolest move ever to see happen. And the description here is going to be nothing compared to it. You just needed to get into a match with Ozo. Yeah, you need to see it. And, and see this in person. But he basically charges up and then rolls in a ball to the to the hero you target enemy hero you target 
and pulls them back with him. Yeah, in his ring. In He's his, got like yeah, a big circus pull, ring. Yeah. He's got his big circus ring. He pulls them back and I think he actually will knock back anyone who's near the target. So he can knock, I, I'm pretty sure he can knock back multiple people. He knocks aside and deals reduced damage to all enemies in his path. That, okay, that's the one. Yeah, he stuns the person for a half a second and flips the target over his ring to behind him. Yep. Yeah, and then he, just knocks like everyone else looks, like, so. looks like a bowling alley. Yeah, that's the way basically what it is. <laughs> the way everything's falling around to the side. So is this going to be the ability we overdrive? I don't think so. No, you think this is only going to be two spots? I I think we'll have to see, but I think it'll be the A and B. Okay. But I I I think the cooldown will be short enough, even with the you know, where it's for the utility, not the damage for this. Yep. It's to you know initiate a fight, kind of, or like catch sure. a fleeing enemy. Sure. Not so much that you know you're probably going to want the damage from the A and the B. Sure. Well, it's repositioning the enemy yeah. team, right? So that's yeah. a very powerful effect, a little crowd control. Yeah, definitely. It's a hugely powerful effect. And yeah. I can't wait to see it in competitive play just to see some crazy plays out of this. I got to think of some crazy combinations with Finn. Oh, God. I didn't even think of Finn. Right? Finn, uh, ooh, a Finn Glaive Ozo comp. Yeah. <laughs> right. Oh, my just God. Just send someone moving <laughs> for days. You move them back three turrets. <laughs> <laughs> you make it. He's at, he's at your base turret, like the like the entrance to the base, and you send them to your vein crystal turrets. Right. Yeah, I mean, you could with those three, right? That would be ridiculous. That would be so awesome. I want to see it. All right, someone well, there it is. Someone just, do it. Show some, off and someone make some. Yeah, show off and make this happen. <laughs> uh, well, for show off, and they've got to. They don't actually do it. It's kind of a boast. Well, right me. now, that's all it is. <laughs> But somebody will do it. You know it's going to happen. Somebody's going to do something Someone crazy it. with it. And we're just going to be like, oh, my God, or knock him into a base. Yeah, I mean, if you could string those together, right? Like, I don't, they're, all move, they're all moving the enemy. So that's crazy. Yeah. Oof. Or could you, could Ozo knock them into the gauntlet and then Finn pull them out the backside of the gauntlet? Just keep them stunned. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that can happen. That would be pretty cool. That would be pretty awesome. Um, Speaking of gauntlet, did you catch the cu- the couple hours of that? Yeah, I did. Um, I, I do. You want to weigh in first? Or do you want me to? I will say that I am glad we got that fixed very quickly. Yeah, and and so they've been always very good about that. Mm-hmm. It needed to be fixed, and it was. Yeah, I, and that's all. It's a bug. It's going to happen. I just, sometimes the community gets like, you know, crazy. This starts to become a moral debate. And should, yeah. And I, should you, shouldn't you? Are you cheating? Are, you know, are you somehow, you know, responsible to play that's, a certain way? I don't know. I mean, my, my opinion personally is, and this has been, you know, always been my view, if Something is so broken that it's you know breaking the game and doing something that wasn't intended. You probably should stay away from it. Right, but but the way the game's set up now with with draft mode, if you're playing ranked, then just just delete that hero. Yeah, I, I definitely agree that that's right? something you should and, do. But if and, you're but if you're solo ranking, you still run into it, and if you're casual, you're still running into it. Yeah, I know. I just I've. 
I feel like if it's in casual and that happens, just just drop if that's not what how you want to play the game. Like I I, I just don't have as much. I, it's not something I would do. I would not exploit the game that way. It's not. Yeah. It's not. It's not in my nature. But I also don't. I don't feel that I'm some sort of moral police. No, that I needs don't think to be so. offended by someone. You know, exp- I don't feel like that's cheating. I guess is what I'm trying to say. Like cheating to me would be me doing something to my device that that gave me an advantage over you that would be cheating right yeah like, this is a bug that exists in the game um and and super evil fixed it so it's it's a non-topic yeah I don't, that's yeah. all i gotta say i don't want to talk about it yeah yeah i'm done with that um it was silly and i'm glad it's fixed that's i'm it. very glad it's fixed so last week doer talked about his amazing run he's had with scarf so i played a bunch of scarf this week um i actually jungled scarf today and i had a blast Jungle Scarf was really fun. Yeah, you know, it was uh, it was good. I mean, I, I, again, really came on late game, but, uh, you know, I threw some health items in earlier than I normally would and some some boots. Yeah, sometimes and, when you're in the jungle, you've got to do that. Yeah, I just, you know, I didn't want to be in a position where I, I had no sustain at all, but uh, it was I was playing, we had a SAR in the lane, and um, trying to think, and then we had a crawl. We had a crawl roaming, so... Early on, I was kind of getting beat up pretty bad, and then, and this, I don't know why this didn't dawn on me earlier, but at the start of every team fight, mm. I threw my goop on my saw. Nice. And then just waited a second and then lit it on fire. Like, and we if started- If they wanted to go in on <laughs> saw, they're on fire. And we started, like yeah, and we started winning team fights because of it, right? Because saw was their target. I mean, he's got to yeah. go down first. Yeah, if you leave a saw, especially at, I'm assuming it was a weapon saw. Yeah. Because you were running yep. scarf. Yep. So a weapon saw, you can't leave alone for more than a couple of seconds. Right. And, and, and then Crawl, I think my teammate Crawl started just standing on top of saw too. So like breaking point Crawl, saw, just keep throwing the goop on those two. It worked very effectively. I can see how that would work. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm sure, again, I, I fancy myself very clever, but I don't think it's clever. I I thought it was clever. It took me a little bit to figure it out, but... I mean, that's that's definitely something I've done plenty of times to myself. I've done it to myself a lot, too, but I've never done it to an ally. Sometimes, yeah, sometimes <laughs> you don't think to throw it in the ally. That's a, it's a smart move. I mean, they're going in, right? So yeah. I, I might fool around some more with this with this jungle scarf. I really Scar- enjoy scarf. Scarf's fun. I've been playing him a little bit more lately. Yeah. He's been one of my like go-to laners. I've been playing a lot of Ringo and a lot of Scarf lately. So, who do you like as teammates when you Scarf? Like, who who do you? I always want Arden there. Actually, uh, I'm not a fan of Arden. Okay. I'm gonna go on the record as saying I've, I've I've not been a fan of Arden for these past few patches. Okay. I'd rather a Catherine or a Finn on my team. Okay. Okay. I've been and playing a couple and games. Depending with on Finn who too. I'm playing, I, I I like a Fortress. All right, so your dream con- like so a perfect draft for you if you're gonna lay in scarf crystal scarf. Mm, I'd probably say Catherine with really uh, any weapon jungler. Glaive's really nice because he's good with the repositioning. Yep. Keep, you know, people able to get hit by you. Okay. But sometimes glaives can also be a problem where they're, they're hitting them when you're trying up. to aim yeah. a skill shot. Yeah, yeah. So like a glaive Ataka, I'd really like. If I'm going weapon scarf, give me a Kashka. <laughs> okay. Give me a Kashka all day or a pedal. All right. Pedal. Okay. I'm just curious. All right. So. I, I've been doing some, Now, have you had a chance to actually draft yet with so, the new system? So, you know the answer to this. 
Cause Probably I think, no. Because I think you were in there when we did it. And no, for, I, I might not have been. For some reason, for some reason, it, the wheels come off the bus every time the Fold Guild tries to do a draft when I'm around. Maybe it's me. Um, I've only played around with it a couple times. I kept having the guys reset it because I kept missing things. We didn't have everybody on Discord. There was two of the six players weren't in Discord, so there was some confusion there. <laughs> I think it was the first time for everyone to go through it. Yeah. Um, I like it. I know that in the uh, in the Nerds for Revenge tournament, uh, I think in the finals, the Fold Titans missed their ban. I do not remember. I don't think it was the case, but it could have been. Yeah, I think it was. It was one of their matches. I know they missed the ban. Yeah. Um, so that you know, there is a clock there. You got to kind of be quick, and uh, I think yeah, you really got to think about who you want to ban before you even go into a match. Yeah, I feel. I feel like. Um, I feel like there's a kind of a lot going on, and I haven't sussed it all out yet. I, I'm. It seems simple in, in its interface, but it's really not. There's kind of like thumbs up, thumbs down. You can choose, you know, red, blue, uh, some sort of greenish tone. You know, oh, you're talking about crystal roam, yeah, jungle. Like if you're trying to communicate, you're talking about lane, jungle, weapon, crystal, and yeah. utility. Yep. Yeah. Which are great additions. I really like that, even yeah. just in casual mode. Um, but there's okay. a lot. There's kind of a lot going on, and then the whole the whole fact that like one of the guys on my team was struggling to understand that you know I was picking second and picking Catherine so that the other team couldn't have her, mm-hmm. but then he would go ahead and not pick a laner realizing that we were going to switch like do you know like he wasn't getting the, yeah. that we could switch so i think i think with time i yeah. think with time it'll yeah. all yeah. get yeah. itself well, out and and so we still we're working on um Sean and i are working on doing a whole a whole episode on draft um, yes. as it sort of rolls out in more pieces and is more readily available to everybody in the game um, we're gonna we're gonna really blow up. We're gonna do a whole draft episode. I promise that that's coming. Yeah, um, definitely. It'll probably be. I wouldn't guess for next week. Next week on Monday, I believe the fifteenth. Yeah, I don't want to put actually a, all draft for everyone for a day, but I don't think it'll be then. It'll probably be somewhere when it rolls out a little further. I don't want to put a date on it because I, I'm trying to line up some guests. So, um. You know, a lot of things have to kind of align for this to happen. But I want to do a, I want to do for the casual player a blowout on this whole draft thing. You know what yeah. it means, what what it, what it means to you as a player, why it's amazing, why it's awesome, the way it's going to change the game. Um, I think even just watching Nerds for Revenge tournament, which was during you know after the post one point one four patch, yeah. um, that he had that functionality certainly helped him to organize those games. Definitely. Yeah. I will tell you, uh, doing VGL, one of the most right. troublesome portions of the games and getting things together is doing draft and dance. Right. And now it's right there for you. So. Now it's right there, and now I'm just like, private draft, yeah, start it, match. The, this, this is as big as spectator mode, in my mind, for the esports growth yeah, of this for, game. For esports growth and for the path this game is taking, spectator mode was the first step. Yeah, you know, separating it out, casual ranked, was a nice thing to do because it kind of like let you choose where you wanted to play. Correct. And not have to worry about the you know the, if you want to just play and have a good time, 
you don't have to worry about the tryhards of ranked and can just have a good time. And then, you know, the team system going out, leveling up as a team, playing yeah. as a team, and now draft mode. Yeah, I think spectator mode and draft mode are the two the two pieces that kind of it now it now feels it feels like a legit esport. Yeah. Definitely. Um you know, not, not just not, not a just cobbled together. Your, yeah. Yeah. Not just doing it in your basement, you know, drafting out and in, yeah. in the chat room before so, a match. So to answer your question, I have not done it as much as I probably should have. Um but I, I will give you a little teaser. Go ahead. Well, not even a teaser, but I had a draft mode match earlier tonight. And what's one of my favorite little comps I've talked about? Oh, slow as shit? Slow as shit. Yeah. We drafted slow as shit. Did you really? <laughs> we did. Nice. And, and we won. Nice. We won. Who were the bands? Uh, we banned out, I believe, Sky. And I think the other team like banned out Catherine or Arden. Oh, interesting. And they picked up like it was like a Scarf Glaive. Oh, a Scarf Glaive Arden, I believe, was their team. Okay. And they banned out Catherine. That's what it was. Okay. So we went in, and I was like, well, you know, I'm thinking we were, we were the second team. So, you know, we banned second, we picked second, and we got two heroes in our first pick. Correct. So, you know, we go through the bands, and I think it was just Catherine, then we banned out Sky. I just like banning Sky. <laughs> She's too good. Um, so I'll, I'll do a lot of banning Sky. They picked Scarf up, or Glaive. No, they picked Glaive up right off the bat. They wanted Glaive. And I was like, all right. I said, all right, Battleman, pick, you know, pick Rhyme. He'd never played Rhyme before either. <laughs> so he picked up Rhyme. I said, all right, you know, Niz, pick up uh pick up Finn. And we're just gonna we're gonna confuse him here. Yeah. You know, because they don't you know, we know yeah. that they have a jungle, we know they don't have a support. Yeah. They've they've got a band out Catherine, so we knew they'd go for Arden right. if we didn't take it. So yep. we knew that was one of their picks. And then we didn't know what their last pick would be, and it was a scarf, which was, went really well for us. Sure. And, you know, team slow as shit. Bam. <laughs> Took it into draft mode. So slow as shit is Rhyme, Rhyme, and Saw. And Saw. And, and pretty so, much at that point, you're not worried about them taking Saw. No. Unless they're just trying to block you. Yeah, and if someone tries to block you with saw, you're kind of you're kind of okay you're with that. Kind of yourself. Yeah, you're yeah I'm okay with that. <laughs> I'm okay with losing team slow as shit because you know Rhyme's strong. Exactly. If they're, if they're taking out saw, that probably means in most situations, and they already had glaive. Yep. So that means they need to be running sars a crystal carry, which is really easy to deal with in most cases. Yep. You just walk away from him. Exactly. <laughs> you walk away from him, and he's he's useless. <laughs> and then, you know, even if they went double weapon, I could have, you know, we had a more balanced comp because we had Rhyme, who's Crystal. I could have easily picked up, you know, Ringo, Jewel, yeah. or, you know, a couple other heroes now. Weapon Lane Wolf, which I've had a lot of success with lately. Sure. So plenty of things, plenty of things you could pick up. And I was just, I, had, I was laughing my ass off. I was like, we drafted this. <sighs> and this is the type of stuff I want to get into when we do the draft episode. I want to get into... Yeah. You know, choices and and why they're made and and what you what you're trying to yeah. do with them. So, all right, sir, I think that was a lot of stuff. That was an episode. I don't think it is. You got more? I got more. This is like our mo. Go ahead. What do you got? Okay, so we had a lot of changes. <laughs> a lot of changes. Yeah. New, and ma new map. New map. 
awesome. It's beautiful. The jungle. Yeah. Oh my God. That is, <laughs> the jungle right now is crazy. It is a crazy place to be. Uh, you know, everything's stronger in the jungle. I'm glad you brought this up. Go ahead. So er- everything's stronger in the jungle, and w- overall, one of my favorite changes in the game is the gold mine. Yeah. So mine too. And for the, if you don't know, if you haven't read the patch, if you haven't read the patch notes, first off, shame on you. We've told you every time a patch comes out, shame read on you. the patch notes. Yes. So we're shaming you if you haven't, but the gold miner now goes neutral. He never is in possession of a team. This is awesome. So what this means is, you know, they left it in so you could still candy the miner. Right. But he might attack you. But he might attack you. Right. And... You know, there's going to be gold missed. Yes. Unless you are perfectly getting him each time, you're missing out on gold at some point, depending on if, you know, the enemy team can stall it out or if, you know, you're trying to just stall the enemy team from taking it, if you're throwing up candies so they can't take it, whatever. It's made for a lot of interesting gameplay. Yeah, and here's what was interesting to me was um, I am a huge fan of grabbing uh, you know, the fifth beetle and having him fight on our team, the mm-hmm. gold mine when, you know, back in before they made this change. Yeah. So I still find myself kind of doing that. Like if a team fight breaks out in front of the gold mine, like drifting up as if he's going to protect me, but he's not now. So now what I'm starting to do is like, if it's crawl attacking me, I don't really need to go up there. He's never going to trigger the gold mine. Yeah. But if a Koshka does twirly death or glaive does a critical, they can clip the gold mine if I'm near it. Yep. And then he's fighting for me. Now, one of the things I'll do is if I'm playing a ranged carry, say Ringo. Is hit him. Is hit him. To, and then just back away. To get him. Because then he'll attack them attention. as they come by. Yep. And if yeah. they're close enough, you know, there, there's lots of fun ways you can do this. Yeah. it's it, But it adds some real depth to the game. Yeah. It's interesting. It's an interesting... Um, I know that some of the complaints have been about this game have been from the jungle side whether objectives are valuable enough and i think the gold mine was always it was valuable but it was like a lot of games where you know you're dancing around it while it's time to get payout right right you're not still playing the the game yeah you're not you're just playing you're you're playing around the gold miner your team's waiting there if you've got it for the other team to do something to fight in most of the time win because you've got a minion candy you you know right exactly miner already so which means chances are you've been ahead for a little bit in the game right yep because you know if you're going to take it the minimum you could have done it before and had it be time for a fight is about seven eight minutes yep if you took it right away and it takes its time to fill up you're getting ready for that you know you're probably a little bit ahead you've had it you've had it for a few minutes you've got that map control division control yep you got the extra and, dude fighting for you now too yeah <laughs> and you've got the extra dude fighting for you and on top of that a lot of the time when a min- when a gold mine was captured a lot of teams were afraid to even go to the jungle shop right yeah so now there's a lot more going in the jungle i see a hell of a lot more fights in the jungle even near the gold miner well, also, too, I'm seeing where, like, if you want to lose a little bit of the payout, you can kind of sneak a quick one. Yeah. If you've gotten only one of the enemy or if they're focused up in lane or you know where their rotation is in the jungle, you can jump in there and grab it early. 
right? Yeah. And then it resets its timer. Mm -hmm. Is that how it's working? Yeah. yeah. It, it just goes back to its empty state again once it's taken. But the timer resets as well, right? The payout? Or is the payout consistent? The, pay yeah. the, payout, the payout is an overtime. It increases over time. Right. Yeah. So you can take it and at three quarters. And once you take it, it goes back to zero. Right. You can take it at three quarters. It goes back to zero. Yeah. You you get a reduced pay. It's just like the it's like you would have taken it for the first time in previous games. Right. It gets up to its max 300 or wherever before that. And once you take it, it goes back to zero. It's under your control, except for now it's just not under your control. And jungle, jungle camps are like, they're like gangsters now. It's like. Yeah. I, did you see like the pictures getting tweeted out? Like the. The picture of the minion with the uh, six item slots. <laughs> it's got like a you know an Aegis of metal jacket, a yeah. sorrow blade, tornado yeah, don't, trigger. <laughs> don't drag three of them together at the very beginning. Level one heroes, no. you won't make a full rotation. <laughs> you can't do it. No, you can't it's, do it. It is. It is definitely. You've got to choose now. So has it's it? An it's an interesting choice. You see different rotations. That's sometimes. what I was going to say. Are we seeing new rotations? You're seeing, okay, like, I've played every different one. I haven't figured out what's perfect yet. It really depends on what the enemy team's doing. And, yeah. and most of the time, you're not going to be able to guess what the enemy team's going to do. Right. You're, you'll be able to see if you look at the scoreboard at the right times and see how quick their creep score is going up. Right, right. That's true. But Interesting. it's really hard to predict. Okay. So I usually make it a habit of just full clearing. And I'll start at, like, the top healer, go to the backs go to the mid healer and then grab the bottom two as you're going to the shop. Okay. That's my rotation. I mean, I actually, I start at the back two, but I, so, uh, hyper level, I, you know, sometimes I'll skip a hyper level and go. Yeah. Sometimes I do the hyper leveling. It's just really, I I'm really careful. It depends on who I'm with to do that. Yep. If I'm with people, I know that know the concepts of the hyper leveling. Yes, I'll do it, but I don't want to risk taking a ton of extra damage yeah especially not middle. that's a good point now too and then just to, to clarify hyper leveling is um if i have iron guard and exceptions is jungling i'm going to initiate the strike uh to have the minions attack me but i'm going to move far enough away where he gets the experience but yet close enough where we both get the iron guard payout Yes. And, uh, and the goal and is to do that in the jungle. Yeah, the goal is to have you at level two um, prior to those those baby ones by the by the jungle shop. Yeah, yeah. At about 50, 50 seconds or yeah, so, you should exactly. be level two. So if, that, if you do it right, you should be you should be able to take the leash out the medics and get your jungle carry to level two. Yep, that's the goal. So um, that's usually what I try to do. Um, I notice a lot of times people aren't in tune with that so i do agree with you it matters if the person you're with knows that that's going on okay and a couple other huge changes i wanted to talk about yeah go ahead and their impact kraken okay kraken now respawns a hell of a lot quicker he does it's it's down a minute on the respawn is it really i don't think i read that do i yeah, maybe it didn't register with me there's Kraken's so much respawn timer is down from four to three minutes okay and he slightly weaker to basic attacks and slightly tankier to abilities. So, you know, a lot of heroes with, you know, abilities were able to, like, tear up. Like, back in the day, Celeste used to just tear up, you know, a Kraken. Scarf. Scarf used to destroy a Kraken. Scarf the Kraken destroyer. 
now it's a little little bit more tuned to balance it out. Okay. Where it's kind of getting taken at the same speed under okay. consistent circumstances. So the timer though is the big deal. Yeah, that's a big deal. And I did read there this are four to three. So many there are so many more krakens in a game now. I'm I just o- I'm okay with that. And yeah, I'm cool with that because it's really, you know, what it means is you've got to spend more time thinking about is that Kraken up? Do I have vision on that Kraken? Are what are they taking that right now? Well, I'll give you another example is like you there you you absolutely can't get aced. Yeah. Because it's for sure a Kraken. Yeah. Like those type of those type almost, of issues almost now. all the time it's going to be a Kraken. Exactly. Late game. So like you need to then add in that extra layer of caution of like I can't get aced here. Or yeah. we can't get aced. You know, two of us need to survive this. Like maybe we maybe we can't finish this fight right now. Um, yeah. You know, for fear of a Kraken. So, um, but I mean, it's going to mean more Kraken steals. Kraken's yeah. there, Kraken's there to speed the game up. Let's be honest. Yeah, it is. It, yeah. That's what it's meant to do. So I would guess that they've looked at time studies. They're seeing maybe the average time length of games creep up, so they lower the time of the Kraken spawn, and it should decrease games. Now, and on the f- on the topic of lengthening games, it's funny we mentioned that shortens game. There's actually a new new feature in that can lengthen a game a little. Yep, and make it not so devastating when you do get a slate game. Yes. So if you've been a good little boy, you know your laner's been awesome. He's been on point on keeping the lane clear, keeping the enemy from getting to his turret. If later in the game you still have all your turrets up. You get aced, the enemy starts mowing through your base. If they take out three turrets, your death timers have gone down by 45%. Right. It's 15, 15% of the death timers each time a turret's destroyed or removed. And I really like this too. Yeah. There was nothing worse than just sitting at base, like, completely There's nothing I can do. 100% helpless. And, like, you yeah. played a good game and you've gotten one bad ace and then they run the table. Yeah, and they can run four turrets yeah. in, in very quickly. Yeah. And you have not there's nothing you can do about it. And then by the time you're up, they're taking the vein, you don't have enough time to do anything. To right, it. right. And I mean, it, you know, again, you you laid out a scenario that included, you know, late game, they have not gotten a single turret, they get the ace, they run four turrets before we're even back up. That's not going to happen now. Yeah. yeah. It's going to, you know, 15 so Basically, think of it this way. 15% of the time's gone. You know, if you've got three people down for 60 seconds. Yep. 15% of that, what's that, like 10 seconds? Roughly? Yes. That's so, a big difference, though. 10 seconds off your death timer for each turret taken. So, you take a fight far away from your turrets. You get aced. Now, again, we're talking about a situation where you're you're clearly dominating the game, but you get yeah. one bad you get a bad beat. You get yeah. a bad ace. You, say you're say you're pushing into the enemy's base. You know, you just had a kraken, but maybe you know you're escorting the kraken in, but maybe you just extended a little too far. Sure. And you got aced. So the enemy's in their base, and they rush up as quick as they can. Warhorn boots the whole nine. You know, they bring a wave with them, and they start taking your turrets down. So it might take them 10, 15 seconds to get over to your turrets. They take a turret. That's 10 seconds or so off your death timers. Yep. So a 60-second death timer, you're talking 15 seconds to move, 10 seconds. That's 25 seconds right there. Yep. They hit another turret. 
you're up. You know, and it's gonna right. take you know it's gonna take them a few seconds to take out the turrets. So you figure thirty seconds left yep. in your death timers now. They you know it takes a few seconds to move to the next one and kill it. Forty seconds, you know, forty five seconds, and they get to the third one. Maybe you're either coming up or as the third one's destroyed, you're up right. and you're out moving. Yep. No, it's a big deal. So, and it's it's rewarding you for protecting your turrets throughout the game. Yeah, and well, I mean, we've all had those games where it's like we shouldn't have lost that game. Like, I don't we know what should, happened. Yeah, we, sh- we shouldn't have lost. You know, we lost one fight and lost the game. Yeah. That, and I think this is a nice thing. Yep, I agree. It might lengthen games a little, but it's going to lengthen the closer games, I, I, or at least you yeah. know the games where you've played well. It's not going to punish you just for losing one yeah. fight. I, I mean, we've all had those long games that you've been in control of the whole game. You make one, you know, somebody gets caught out, you lose a team fight, and you lose the game. Yeah, because the death timers are so long and. You know, and you 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 know, you look at the score of the game and the gold and everything, and it was just literally one bad beat. And it happens. I mean, we're all human; we make mistakes. It's going to yeah. eliminate that. It's going to balance out people that should be winning or going to win, which is what ultimately or, everybody or at wants. least have a better chance of not losing immediately. Yeah. Now, I'm not saying if you get aced two, three times at the end of the game, you should probably lose. But yeah. It, yeah, you're not going to have you, that one you're bad aced beat multiple times. But one bad one isn't going to stop you. Yeah, I like it. I think it's a good change. I think this is a good patch so far. What do you think? I have been having a ton of fun with it. Yeah, it's a good I, one. I have had so much fun playing lately. Just, it feel I don't know. For me, the jungle changes, like we, we mentioned the jungle changes are a lot. To me, they don't seem that bad, but that's as a higher level player. Yep. I'd say than average. So it doesn't seem too bad because I'm smart enough to know the limits of what I can do. Yep. But I feel like it's definitely a little tough for some people. So I really like it. I feel it's challenging and fun at the same time. Okay. And there, you know, there's definitely risk rewards, more tactical choices you've got to make. And I've been having a huge amount of fun with it. Awesome, awesome news. Uh, so far, my limited play with it. Uh, also, also having a ton of fun with it. All right, sir. I am definitely ending it right there. I'm Chuck. Oh, oh, but no, there was one more thing. No, what do you got? <laughs> Quick. Okay quick this this one's actually really quick because it's the coolest feature that i've seen requested so many times okay crystal damage is now blue oh it actually comes up it, the numbers pop up blue you know I, I don't ever really study the number i hear you guys talk about the numbers all the time I, okay. there's so much going on in my brain I, I can't even read them okay so what this does this is a game changer actually in okay. my opinion all right you're in a fight yep you get, you know, blown up. Yes. But you don't know why. It happens all the time. You're just sitting there. You're like, I went from 100 to zero in the time it took me to blink my eyes. Right. Look at those numbers. It'll tell you where the damage came from. It'll tell you, I, did I, that damage come from an ability? Did it come from crystal damage? Did it come from weapon damage? I, I just look at the scroll on the side of the screen and it tells me who killed me. And then I see what their build is. Yeah, but you don't know what's doing the bulk of the damage. If, I don't. That's a if fact. Su- if support already gets the even, final hit because I, he's dude, a kill stealer, you I'm, know, a kill secure. I'm all thumbs and fingers and everything's moving and I'm pounding the screen. I don't eye, even see numbers. I'm going to have to stop paying attention. What's doing, keep an eye on what color is showing up when you're getting hit. I'm going to have to try and do that. If it's red, start building Sometimes you know, I don't even know armor. That. Sometimes I have to wait until it says you have died to know that I'm dead. That's what's going on in my games. I know. It's painful. I'm telling you, my game's in the toilet right now. Okay, well, keep an eye on this. This might help you. 
All right. You know, I if go- you see blue, build shield. If you see red, build armor. <laughs> Unless it's blue Ringo, then don't build shield, build health. Build a little shield in. <laughs> All right. You hey, don't want to get a little wolves. Happy birthday to Brian Glory. Yeah, happy birthday, Brian. Great member yeah. of the community. We love you, man. I'm Great Chuck. Friend. And I'm Sean. And this is The, the Fold. Fold.